perfect spice choices for healthy food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose Diabetic Cuisine Spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your girl, Butterby Rocker. Listen, we have an amazing show for you today. I'm super excited to be speaking to this young lady. She's right up my alley in my lane. Music, music, music all day. I could talk about this all day, every day. So anyway, would you guys please help me welcome Miss Shy Speak. She is a Grammy award-winning indie hip-hop artist and spoken word artist. What up? What up? What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Hey. Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you? I am doing great. I'm super excited to speak to you. I my show talks to entertainers because you know that I mean artists because that's of course my lane. But I also talk to entrepreneurs, and I haven't had uh, artists on the show in a while, so it's good. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for having me and uh, hello to everybody as well. I hope you all are doing wonderful and going to be feeling even better as we get into this conversation. Absolutely. So what I want to do is take it back a little bit. And can you tell everybody a little bit about your background? You know, where you're from? Um, so I am from Dallas, Texas. Okay. Uh, very proud Dallas native. I'm from a little part in Dallas that you guys probably know is uh, may have heard of called Oak Cliff. That's my hood. Um, but yeah, I'm from Dallas, Texas, born and raised, came out of a musical family. And so all of my aunts, they play instruments and sing and my cousins and all of them. Everybody can either sing or play an instrument or both. And so I learned very on uh, uh, about music, my love for music, and I had to discover my gift and my talent within it. And so uh, all of it kind of is like a part of my origin story, my in, um <clears throat> my introduction to music and then if you fast forward a little bit um i developed I, I found my voice as a as like a speaker and a spoken word artist and just like in a poet you know and uh fast forward a little bit further i find a way to kind of blend them all and now you have shot speaks okay okay i was gonna ask you how how did you get the the name shy speaks 
Yeah, so that's a really good question. So my name is Shy. So it's okay. not like a stage. Shy is not a stage name. Shy is just my regular name. Um, Shy Speaks is the stage name because <clears throat> it's actually, it seems like it would come out of something really deep. But my a friend of mine was saying like, hey, you need an email to like kind of conduct all of your business oriented stuff out of, right? So, uh, so like that way when people won't be won't have to reach out to you on your personal and, da, da, da. and I was like okay I don't know what my email needs to be and he was like this is I mean this is in the beginning beginning and he was like well do, make it about what you do you know and um he was like so whether you rapping or whether you're talking or whether you're like you're always speaking you like so you shy speaks and so and so he didn't say that but that's kind of what we came to on the call and I loved it because it's an oxymoron and it's really like my my testimony so to speak because i'm technically naturally shy i think and then through time through through god through boldness through through maturity i've developed a like an ability a boldness to be able to speak and so me the oxymoron the business piece it all go together for what we're talking about right now yeah okay i actually find that most artists are shy well i can speak for myself i'm shy until i'm on stage Right, right. You on stage, you know, we a whole different beat. It's like, well, it's time to do this. So it's right. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that is interesting. A lot of artists are, some of them have outgoing personalities, but a lot of artists are like, mm. and then they're like, and then your family is like, hey, do that thing that you know how to do. Get up and sing. Get up and oh do that. And then you're like, oh, yes. Okay. So then yes. you do it, you know? So yeah, that, that's true. So you did come from a, a musical background, as you had stated. Yes. So at what point did you realize, you know, this is something that I really want to do as a career for myself? Um, I was actually in college getting ready to graduate with my master's. And I was like, I would just kind of, let me say this. I, I started doing music in, in artistry and <clears throat> performing from theater to music to poetry to dance all of that kind of stuff when I was a little girl okay. by the time I got to high school I stopped because I said I want to go to college and I want to focus on growing as a woman I want to grow professionally I want to not just worry about my gifts and talents and just you know you know shy that sing you know shy that rap you know shy that dude I, I want to know more about myself aside from that so I went to college and I said I'm gonna set that aside and if it's meant for me I'll pick that back up later, right? Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> I would do it though. I would I wouldn't do it professionally, but I would just kind of do it because it was therapeutic for me. And so I would rap or around the house when my friends were around, or I'll write. And then sometimes I'll write and I'll be like, what you think about what I wrote? You know, and people would be like, Oh my goodness, this is really good, right? And so I'm like, okay, they just saying that these are my friends. And so then sometimes I'll accidentally find myself singing and rapping in public, and people will be like, you need to be doing this professionally. And then one day, one of my friends, he said this. He said, you have the ability to speak a language to people that other people cannot speak, which means you have the ability to, to reach people in a way that other people can't reach them. And what you can do with words and wordsmith and rhythm and, and cadence and poetry and, and song is, is a language. And so I was getting ready to graduate and I was like, but I was like, okay, 
I can either contribute to the bottom line of a company, mm-hmm. and um, which I, I want to do, but then it was like, or I can contribute to the bottom line of culture, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be able to have at the end of my legacy, what did you contribute to culture? What did you con- contribute directly to people? And so because of that, I decided to start like, okay, it's, it's time for me to start speaking that language to reach that group of people. We're taking a pause for the calls. This is JJ Day with me too. Only on Transparency Talks Podcast. could you swing my way? Swing my way. Cause you look so damn good to me. Yourself, girl, that's hard to believe. Cause you the baddest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, girl, you dripping the flyers. Uh, you so thick you can't hide it. Got it stuck in my mind. And now I can't get you out of my head. I hope I never need to. Can't see me be with nobody else. I hope I never need to. I hope ain't wasting my time and my breath. Selfish, I want you all to myself And she said me too I can't get you out of my head I hope I never need to Can't see me be with nobody else I hope I never need to Hope I ain't wasting my time on my breath Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm selfish, I want you all to myself And she said me too You got me wanting more of your company Usually I don't do this, but damn, let's see Hey, jumping through these hoops in the games you play I hope it's worth the wait, yeah, yeah, yeah Girl, you testing my gangsters Coming out the room and they're dressed that I like Girl, I told you I like you Don't you ask me again, you smile and pretend Cause you know what I want, you know what I need Only good thing by goodbyes is watching you leave I can't get you out of my head I hope I never need to Can't see me be with nobody else I hope I never need to I hope I ain't wasting my time and my breath Yeah, yeah I'm selfish, I want you all to myself And she said me
So you are indie artist, but you are also a Grammy award winning indie artist. <laughs> Most people don't have that. So can you tell us about that experience? I am an independent artist and I uh, I have won a Grammy. Uh, I actually have this 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 line that I say, um, it's a, uh, I, I, I was in a freestyle and I said somebody like, uh, it was a freestyle uh, a group. And somebody said, I said, Lecrae won a Grammy. I dug you like it was mine. Like some, yeah, yeah. You know, and I say, I say that because um, later on, I wound up doing a record with the same artist who I mentioned saying like, hey, there, what I was in the song, I was talking about clapping for other people who are awarded for their contribution right. and i'm like hey they won a grammy i dug it like it was mine you know mm -hmm. and then later on i do a record with that same person while well, we win a dove award uh, for that album and i'm also on kirk franklin's album uh as an mc as well and that won a grammy as well and so i'm actually a grammy and dove award winning mc it, it's, it's it's something else it's you yeah, are right it's <laughs> uh, but it, it came I wanted to mention a part about me saying the song about how I won the Grammy I dug it like it was my I, I, I didn't get those things because I was trying to hey let me get on so I can get my own I literally was clapping mm -hmm. and being proud and being happy for what somebody else has in some kind of way it, it came to me so yeah. I love it I, what I found in this industry is a lot of people aren't really happy for each other. And I feel like if you could do it, that's just motivation to say that that's room, you know, that I could do it too. And exactly. I do find that some people, you know, everybody, a lot of people are out for self and it's cool to be out for self. I mean, I get you trying to go to a different level and everything, but there's room at the top for everybody because there's so many different lanes that you can go into, you know? Right. It really is. That's so true. It's, it, and, and I think um, that's part of the thing that I'm passionate about, which is like not the piece of helping people apply to others, which I do have a song that helps people do that. The song is called bomb.com. If you feel like you're struggling with how to like encourage other people, listen to that. But I'm talking about the piece of like helping artists realize that there is space and there's a lane and there's available available for them like this. We live in the like in the gap. We in the. We're on a planet in the galaxy. There's so much space out here available. If there's enough space for the fish and the birds and the eagles and the this and the that, and they all have their own space, there is enough space for you. And so I think that people will be much happier about applauding for other people's space if they recognize it and that they have their own. Nurture and water your own space. So who are some of your musical influences? Oh, good question. Okay, so I would say... Missy Elliott. Yeah. Lauren Hill. Yes. It's gotta start with the ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eminem. Okay. Uh India Ari. Mm -hmm. I had to give you a nun rapper. She probably influences my thought process and my approach to art probably the most just because i like what she does when she how she takes positivity and spirituality and mm -hmm. she makes it commercially viable mm -hmm. for people to consume so it's really like you know there's hope that's really like a song about hope and everything right. or, and so anyway i i love that india ire that's uh, that give me a good blend of, of what i got going on here who's on your playlist right now your first person that you would go to when you need that whatever Alex Isley. Listen, Alex Isley is everything for me. She don't miss. 
she's she just doesn't miss like yeah. she just i've never heard a bad song from alex isley um okay. and so if you are not familiar with her and you want to be on the vibe that i'm on I'm telling you go get in there it's real smooth it's calm it's like soul are you you it's it's it relaxes me okay alex isley. okay so do you think the spoken word needs or does not get the attention it deserves in the spotlight um, I think that it, it has gone. I, w- I would say yes, but then I would have to say no, because there are times that they, that it has gotten and garnered the attention that it needs. And then there are times that it's not. So it ebbs and flows like during the during the era of like deaf comedy jam, there was like deaf poetry. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a thing as well. So so I won't say. And then there was uh, there are poets poets in autumn they're going on tour and then there is times where you're not hearing enough about poets but you you see sprinkles of it through uh kendrick lamar or mm-hmm. or j cole or or like jill scott and if you can go further back even tupac and how he showed forth how poetry was important so you see sprinkles of like the appreciation of poetry but spoken word in and of itself is like is is powerful it has landed coming for example at the white house doing mm-hmm. spoken word or it, you know he was able to do spoken word in an all-star game even all the way up until this uh to the um i think there was the young lady i can't think of her name she's a mm-hmm. poet with the obamas with the uh oh my goodness you know who i'm talking about so it gets I remember her name, but yes yeah and right now i can't as soon as i get off the phone i'm probably going to remember it um and so it just gets its moment, I mm-hmm. think. But I think that every time poetry or even in spoken word is presented, it's always in the most regal places. The White House, the the you know what I mean. As a, so, I like I like that. But it could get more. I think there mm-hmm. could be more. I think mm-hmm. we need to research. I mean, comedy, stand up comedy is still going, but we don't have like because there was a time when they had verses and flow. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have that anymore. So I think stuff like that could it could it could get a little bit more, but I won't say totally no. We taking a pause for the cause of your girl Butterby Rocker Transparency Talks podcast. This is Erica Dawson with So Deserving. Lately I had to fall back. Lost myself at first, it was all bad. Finally escaped from a dark past. All that hurt and pain was holding me back. These different phases, so many trials and tribulations, oh, broken in different places, in a different space, no more work, cause I Protected. A different pattern, I'm ready for my best friend Authentic love, don't want a second guess it I fall, hope you're ready to catch me All these different phases So many trials and tribulations oh, Broken in different places In a different space, no more work cause I
from the past is what got me here. I have flaws, but won't mess this up. And if I'm broken, fix me up. Ooh, my loyalty is gonna keep us up. Unconditional is the way I love. If you're really ready, I will open up. I take a risk to experience So what inspires you to write? Is it your life experiences, the media, like what what gets you to writing? I write when I have something to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a saying that says a fool speaks when he wants to say something. A wise person speaks when they have something to say. And so whenever I have a message that I want to deliver, like I am a conscious artist, I'm a message driven artist. So mm-hmm. whenever I have something to say, the inspiration to write autom- comes automatically. Now I do not, I, I do this for a living. This is a profession. So I don't have time to wait on inspiration. I have to keep this going all the time. So I write regularly for the form of expression, mm-hmm. but when I really want to write, it's when I have something to say. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that, that kind of comes through lived experiences and having passions and convictions or compassion for things in life that I want to express. Mm-hmm. But on a regular, I kind of keep the pen sharp because I just do like these things called free lunch Fridays. Mm-hmm. I make sure I do it once a quarter. Free lunch Fridays is a quarterly rap series that I put out. It comes out in the season and I make myself say, grab an industry beat and just rap over it. Right. And so I, I keep my pen fresh that way. I'm also, I do voiceovers. And so when people ask me to do a voiceover, they'll say, oh, I heard that you're a poet. Can you take this script and like make it you know, so then I get to use my pen there and I get to write in that way. Or sometimes I offer poetic scripting. So I write regularly because it's what I what I do for a profession. I write for expression and I also write um, from a therapeutic standpoint, like in the mornings and stuff like that. I write my prayers or I journal. So I just keep the pen going. So, it, right. you know. <laughs> OK, well, you just mentioned about your free lunch Friday. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? How did you get it started? How can people join? All that good stuff. Yeah. OK, so free lunch Fridays uh, came about because I wanted to have I, re- I think I actually launched it during the pandemic. I mean, it was a great way for me to uh, keep the engagement with my audience and to even expand to a new audience mm-hmm. uh, by by putting out content. And so the content that I would put out would be rap, I would freestyle. And I'm like, okay, I can't just rap over a beat. When am I going to, I need to be doing it while I'm doing something that I have, like, if it's going to be regular, it, it has to take place during something that I do regularly. And the only thing that I do regularly is eat, you know? (laughs) No, but uh, I do a lot regularly. But one of the things I do is eat, but I eat pretty healthy, um, um, clean. Some people don't like that terminology, but I really tend towards uh, healthy fare, like vegan and vegetarian options. So I say, you know what? On Friday, I'm gonna go get my food that I will eat. 
I'm gonna sit down, we're gonna throw on the beat, we're gonna have some good eats, and I'm gonna go in on both, right? And uh, we'll release this content. And not only will we just, I will freestyle over the beat or come up with songs, whatever rhythm, rhythmically, I will also make sure that I give at least two to three lunches out on Friday. So anytime somebody listens to the content, they like it, they share it with whoever, they tag people in the comments, I enter those people into a raffle to automatically win lunch on me. So not only do you get free lunch Fridays, you get the beach, you get the good eats, and you might just win some free food on me. So it was a way for me to give, right? Mm -hmm. Give back as well. So okay. it's crazy. It's one of my favorite, favorite things to do. So you're, you said you started this during COVID. Yeah, and I'm assuming you're still doing it now. I'm still doing it. Yeah, I actually came up with the idea prior to COVID, right? Uh -huh. So prior to COVID, I said I was going to be going into the restaurants, but because of COVID, a while ago I just said that I go and um, I go get my food, right? I have to go get the food, or I go order it, I pick it up, or I get it delivered, or whichever way I get it, and I get my food. It's usually some vegan or vegetarian, and we go in. So that's that's the what changed it during uh, during the. Uh, pandemic mm -hmm. was the um, just the whole I couldn't go into the restaurants or probably shouldn't just be out and about like that and so it was perfect okay so what time does what time does that start 12 yeah that happens on Fridays so a new season drops every quarter mm -hmm. and it, it I usually drop them around 11 somewhere between 11 and 12 because that's lunchtime to me okay. and so so yeah on Fridays between 11 and 12, head over to my, my Instagram page. That's at Shy Speaks. You can find it. And of course, I drop them on YouTube as well so that people can go back and digest them later. Yeah. Okay. So you treat the words artist, advocate, and activist as one and the same. Why is that? Oh, man. Um, I think it's important for us to be one, right? Mm -hmm. People say you have to be one thing. But I think you just need to be one. I think you need to be one as in be whole. And mm -hmm. so I don't need, I, I wanted to, I want to live my life in such a way to where I am always being my most authentic self. Mm -hmm. And on a regularly ba regular basis, I care about artistry. Mm -hmm. I care about, I'm like, I really have a heart for like injustices, not just because now all of a sudden people have a heart for injustice. <laughs> I hate to be the person that be like, y'all bandwagoning. But whenever they come on, I'm happy that they're here. But when I say injustice, not just racial, but even like gender inequalities, right? Mm -hmm. So with um with the pay disparities that we see between men and women, um, some of the, the rights and things that women don't necessarily have to have just because of the gender. Mm -hmm. I, I I think that um yeah, I mean, I can go on and on. And so I'm usually uh, vocal about those things. Again, I shall speak. And then lastly, like, I feel like I need to be advocating for the thing. So we could spend more, we could spend a lot of time, like trying to bash what we don't like, mm -hmm. or we could spend time advocating for what we want to see more of. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I tend to do. So I treat the words artist, advocate, activist, Artist, advocate, activist, all like they want adjective. Actually, I actively play acrobats with these alphabets. All yeah. right. <laughs> my music is message driven. My poetry is message driven. So when I'm saying something, I may be, it may be artistry and activism at the same time. That Some people will say I'm like an artivist. I've actually been invited to perform at quite a few artivist con concerts because they feel like my music um, kind of fits there. And so... Mm -hmm. 
I just, it's just authentic. I'm one person and I'm all that in one. We taking another pause for the cause. It's your girl, Butter B. Rockin' Transparency Talks Podcast, baby. Tell the DJ to turn it up, turn it up. Butter's on the radio. This is one of my singles entitled Strange Love featuring Homer Mack. you can tune in to Transparency Talks Podcast, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. 
Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbee Rocker. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. We're both females in a male-dominating world, especially yeah. in the music industry. How do you handle that? Oh, first of all, I show up and I'll be great. Right. <laughs> so therefore, uh, even if you even if you decided or if you wanted to be male chauvinistic or undermining you'd have to just think twice because it's like this person is just does what they do well right mm -hmm. so i do that but i i think that there's a certain level of respect that we shouldn't have to show up and be great for yeah we should just get because we're human and so um i don't overly sh try to exude my feminine my my, my womanness right and i think that kind of comes out sometimes in what we see in um women who are more um especially with rap right? i'm a rapper right so women who are more sexualized in their content exuding their their feminine prowess their, their sexuality and so therefore you're leading with your gender so to speak mm -hmm. i don't feel like i need to do that for you to respect the fact that i am um I'm present in this craft. I'm well. I show up. I contribute. And um, you know that I'm a woman because I, I approach it different, right? And so I I think there's that. And then I think that um, I'm, I practice safety, right? I don't put myself in compromising situations because there is some uh, things that happen to women that are not, I mean, we may, we may not even have time to unpack, but I practice safety as in I use discretion. I develop relationships with, with guys who I'm going to be uh, doing uh, work with regularly so that I know that there's trust and stuff like that there. Um, I talk, tell somebody where I'm going, who I'm with. You know, I mean, there's all those types of things because it's not just in the industry. When you're a music artist, you interface with photographers, videographers. I mean, you got to interface with all these other creatives. And so even... Um, even journalists and stuff like that so i'm not about to meet up with you somewhere random by myself right. um even if i do come by myself I, I trust me i have things i am protected okay uh, and so let's just say uh i i am a what side note i am a veteran so i am trained in, a, in, a, in an amazing way so safety uh relationship building networking i i don't try to Oh, this is a good one. This might help a woman out here somewhere. Oh, let me say this one right here. I do not try to, I don't jock to be in positions with new people and just, you know, you just want to climb the ladder and be with these people. You may not, you don't have a relationship with them and you don't have, they don't have, they don't value you. They don't have respect for you. They don't, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so sometimes I, I feel like women in the industry find themselves in um, uncompromising situations because they're trying to be with and around people at a table that they really weren't invited to. And so I don't do that. Like if I find mm -hmm. men that I work well with, I can continue that relationship. Um, carry myself with dignity i don't over exude a, a, a sexual prowess so that you're not consistently thinking of me as a woman you think of me as the profession that i am doing and uh yeah i think that's that's that, 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 that that's the that's a good three right there yeah yeah, yeah those are really good ones so how do you handle the stressful demand of being on the road being in the studio um you know because it can be mentally and emotionally challenging at times Right. Uh, it can be. I'm like, ooh, child. How do I handle that? Um, <clears throat> I would say I try to be as productive as possible. 
Mm-hmm. So, so that I can optimize the time that I have. I know time is the one commodity that we will not be getting back. And so I try to optimize my time. So whenever I'm in productivity mode, I'm getting a lot done so that it's not like I just have so much to do all the time and it's overwhelming. I can't get it done. I got to do this. I got to So I try to be productive, right? I practice time management um, and, and, and cause as an artist, Sometimes creatives think they just can do anything whenever inspiration strikes. Like, no, you need a schedule, you need to have a routine, you need to have systems and stuff in place. So I do that. Um, I also believe in rest and Sabbath, you know. I actually take that. I think that that is where I am refreshed and I'm rejuvenated and my mind kind of comes back to its full clarity and I'm able to be more productive in the days that I'm not resting. And I also exercise the power of no, (laughs) I cannot do this. No, I cannot do that. Sometimes you just can't do it because then you'll have too much. And so sometimes like, oh, it's so demanding, but you are allowing yourself to be overly demanded because you keep saying yes. And so just say no. So rest, say no, and have some systems and some structure in place in your life. And I know it's not easy for artists. And so that's one of the things that I endeavor to teach them as I move forward. Okay, well, someone would look at you and say, man, she's doing all this amazing stuff, which you are. You know, she got these Grammys, she's on these stages, and she's rocking with all these people. How do you handle or what was your challenges getting into the industry? Because it's not always rosy every single day. And people think that because you have made it in, you know, in their form of making it, that you never had any struggles. And that's just not reality. It's not reality at all. Um, how how was it getting into it? Again, you know, I I feel like for me it was kind of easy to get back into it because yes, I, like I said earlier, um, I set it to the side and then I was gonna pick it back up if time, whenever, right? But I had some friends and some peers and some people in my life, my 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 community speaking into me. But not only did I have the community. Whenever I was out and about and I would go out and speak, for example, mm-hmm. I would sprinkle a little bit of my art throughout my speaking. And, and when I would do that, people in the audience would come up after and say, I like what you said when you were talking about such and such. But I like the little song part you did. Do you have an album? Do you have a, a you know, you got a CD or any type of something? Because I want to hear more from you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. I feel like I started doing what I'm doing out of a demand, right? And I think that's what makes it easier is because I am, I didn't just say I want to, I'm preparing a product for people who don't want it and I'm trying to shove it in somewhere. There was a group of people who were kind of demanding it. And so it was easy for me to like prep a product and say, hey, we're delivering this to this, this group of people. Also, um, I collaborated with, a, with with men and women, um, and I took pride in my collaborations with women because I hear all the time, oh, women don't get along, they catty and this and that. For me, I don't, I didn't want to be that way, you know? So I collaborated with women. I found them to be ones that weren't like trying to hold me back into getting into um, space. And then also... I don't really say like I try to be in the industry, like so to speak. And I think that's another thing. Again, jockeying to be somewhere you're not like again, I never was saying, I'm about to give me a Grammy, I'm about to give me a like I was just trying to be excellent at my, at my art and be professional and run my artistry and my business well. And wherever that falls, that's where it falls. And so 
the music industry, as 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 has been said, is one of the most. It could be a toxic um, space, um, and so I wasn't really trying to just be in the industry, but what I was trying to do is learn. I had to learn a little bit about it so that I can know how to operate in it. But I wasn't really trying to be in it. I was trying again have a product and a service and serve a particular group of people, mm-hmm. right? And so. When you do that, I think it goes well for you. Take, for example, somebody who's a caterer and they cook. They're not trying to be in the food industry, right? They're just literally trying to take this product, these cupcakes or this food or whatever they make. And there's just people who just keep asking for it and they just keep delivering and they keep delivering and they keep delivering. It's kind of like Sweeties or something like that. I think there was a show called Sweetie Pies. She just kept cooking, kept cooking. That thing just grew and grew. And the next thing you know, you are in a restaurant and you are a part of the industry, but that may not, sometimes I don't know if that needs to be your focus. I, I think it's an easier role where it feels like like less um, resistance because I'm not trying to serve an industry. I'm trying to serve people. We're taking another pause for the cause. This is my homeboy, Neff 150 with sympathy. I don't need for you to be here today and fade away. Here tomorrow and leave my heart in sorrow. Come take a walk, come and build with me here. Pick a spot, now sit and watch how the hood's with me. We put in work, conversation at a minimum. I'm straightforward, no loose ends, remember who? Stick to the script, blueprint of an architect. Strictly about business, that other sh- step off with that. I'm cold hearted when it comes to my cash flow. I switch lanes if you ain't got good brain, that's my last. Terrible, ain't it? Fourth quarter flow, so faded. I brush them off like I just finished painting. But young, the straight villains, they don't know how to chill. But can you tell the hungry who gotta search for his meals and that precious? We don't know about keep the sawed off in the couch. That's the thing I learned in the South. New Jersey birthed me, Atlanta adopted me. Internationally known, so ain't nobody stopping me. Treated like Monopoly and trap house your property. Bootleg your backyard and have the hood work for me. Mm, yeah. Bosses do what bosses do, feel me? Yeah, I never really cared for the bully type You crossed me wrong, I show you with that bullet like Too many haters, too many envy, too many skill Too many fake, too many n- thinking they real See y'all chair, you gotta watch who you deal with Cause anybody and everybody ain't who to chill with See Marvin Gaye used to tell us how to sex a woman Never did he elaborate on how to respect a woman I take it serious, point blank period Yeah, I laugh and joke, but truthfully I ain't feeling it You lightweight fam, you don't understand my plan I'm trying to brand my new shit in Japan You thinking locally, see everything I write is like poetry Can't compare you to me at all, I'm poetry Streets may tell you what you want, but I ain't hearing it Everything that you learned, I learned off experience Divine showed me how to hustle, no fear for it Major move, making clear that you can see I'm living it Uh
So in serving these people, you have not experienced any struggles. I, I have. I mean, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I don't focus on it or it's not like enough to feel like, man, it's just been so overwhelming. Oh, okay. I'll give you. Okay. At some point, as you serving people, I go back to my an, analogy with Sweetie Pies and even being myself. Uh, you get to a point where like I've outgrown cooking in my kitchen. I need to be able to have a restaurant. I need to have this and that. Now, here I am with this hot product. You know, these sweetie pies swinging off the shelf. This soul food is going crazy. But I that doesn't necessarily mean that I have the capital to buy a building, buy land, do construction, do this and that. And so that's where you have to come into like some investors or some other people may have to come in place who are going to believe in you to help you scale whatever you started into said industry. And I think that's where I've received the most struggle. I think a lot of people have seen me that are um who are in position mm -hmm. to to invest in me and all investment is not all financial um but but they for whatever reason one of reason or another and most of them have been males i will say this um they have not chosen to uh move forward with making the final investment i mean they'll spend time we'll get investment we'll i mean we'll do things we'll put music out we'll you know all that kind of stuff but they may not like make that final investment and i think that their drawback i won't say i think that i know because i've been on phone calls with labels indie labels as well as major labels and they'll tell me that um yeah but do you really like we think you are i think you hot i think you're good but do you really think that the audience out there really wants to hear from a woman who's not over sexualized in her content do you really think that they want to hear from somebody who's conscious and so in doing that i don't know if they know it but they are suppressing the people who are not that because you keep assuming that the audience doesn't want it well in reality we won't know what the audience wants until you come out with the mcrib mcdonald's you know i mean just using it as an example but like people may love it people may really really enjoy this but you keep assuming that they're not and so to me i feel like from an industry perspective now there's a still a group of people who who regularly book my services who regularly patronize my music the people i'm serving but from an industry perspective i feel like several times i feel like one two three four I've come across five independent labels, one major label that I've been in conversation with, and they all kind of had that same thing like, well, do you think it's like viable? Do you, are we going to be able to make money off of it? Because mm -hmm. it's not going to be a large group of people who want, who are going to want this. And I, I, I really think that that's, I think it's trash because at some point before there was, um, uh, uh, uh Nicki Minaj and Lil' Kim, there was also, uh, Lauren Hill and and uh, there was also Queen Latifah and I'm trying to think of you know I'm not saying that those women are not mm -hmm. beautiful and may not have a sensual side of even what they present but that's not the aim and focus and right. so um, before there were that that type of artist or even alongside there, why can't there be why can't it exist all at once yeah. at one particular time salt and pepper was out and e was out and raw digger was out and and you know what i mean and they were all from a diaspora right now i think that and i would say for the past couple of years see you didn't ask me about what give me what got my blood boiling and i ain't gonna be able to stop but for the past <laughs> couple of years there's just been this over um emphasis on this one type of female artist mm -hmm. and i do think i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that particular space per se because any 
everybody deserves to be able to tell their story and there's a group of people who probably can identify that but I, what i will say what is wrong is to continue to suppress the voices that don't fit that mold because there's also a group of people who will be able to identify with that and i think they will be able to identify with me but for whatever reason they assume that they won't and they'll they'll brag oh she is all that she this that and the third and and maybe do a little investments but deep down inside they just feel like if it ain't if it ain't if sex ain't if it ain't sexy it ain't selling right and i think that that's stopping my putting a cap on the reach that i could potentially have mm -hmm. and even the impact that i could have because do we want our um women and young girls to always think everything is about being sexy yes that's a one aspect of being a woman but there's a whole other gambit you know mm -hmm. there's more nuance and why when it comes to men can we have conscious rappers and all of that and then you have the explicit rappers right you know mm -hmm. everybody not too short and loop you know everybody's not that type of the baby there right. are people who are who are from the male diaspora who are um rap you know rap wise who are conscious who are lyrical who are political who are activists like you have commons and all that kind of stuff why yeah. can't we have that from a female perspective and yeah. so yeah I've, I've experienced that and that is and that is frustrating and it is uh tough um i will say it it hasn't stopped me mm -hmm. so, so it hasn't stopped me and that's the thing but it it, it is frustrating what the industry is doing right now is they are driven by what's selling right now and it's like they act like there's nothing else it has to be only this is be this. of music this is you know you ain't twerking and ain't nothing wrong with twerking right but you ain't got twerk every song you know so. and every artist don't have to be twerk like can we yeah. not enjoy this person for yeah. like i don't think people in like for real lauren hill was like so super dope and still tours today yeah. I don't, it's, I don't think she was twerking. You know what I'm saying? And people were able to get into that. So I don't yeah. think, like, I think people know how to appreciate. I think, I don't know if the men that I've come across or just men in the industry don't understand that women are far more, um, maybe even nuanced than, than y'all are giving us credit for. Like, we can support, like, we can support Cardi B at the same time as supporting Rap City. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to them for two totally different perspectives, right. you know, right. and and then I can support a, a, a shy speaks right from a whole different perspective, and so yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's crazy. So I feel like I, that that's frustrating, and the way I deal with it is I continue to um, find ways to continue to monetize what I have going on without said industry investment right mm -hmm. i've got to figure out ways to invest in myself i got to figure out I, I strive to continue to figure out ways to serve the audience that i currently have right and in doing so that has kept me um what so why is it important um to know the business in music yeah what a lot of people don't yeah um that that goes to really into what you and i are talking about for me i realized this in order to be an artist you do not have to be let me say it like this in business there are different levels of business there's like a internal business like a small business just by one person by themselves tax preparer or something then there's a small mom and pop shop then there are like mid mid um like small medium-sized companies you got a few employees mm -hmm. and then there's like fortune 100 companies and then there are fortune 300 companies and then there are fortune 500 corporations right and I think that within artistry, we all like 
we we are all taught that you're really not doing it unless you Fortune 500. When in reality, there are there are people who run a small business and they might not even be like Fortune 100, but them and several group of uh, a group of people are eating regularly. Their their salaries are supported, and that company is contributing and doing good to a particular world. And so, I think that I don't. I don't have to be feel bad about myself. Let's say, for example, I'm a mom and pop shop, right? There are some mom and pop shops that are ran that's just that one only, but it's ran so well. They understand the business so well. They know what their product is. They know the local market that they serve. serve. They know the people that they're trying to reach out to. They're always innovating or they're always, um, they're always consistent with what they do present. And all of that kind of stuff is what ties into business. And as long as they do that well, they'll be the shop that will, they, they will be successful, mm-hmm. right? If you are, um, uh, um, a small business, um, even indie, indie 550 or whatever, not even a 100 company, mm-hmm. as long as you know, um, understand your sales, understand your, and have a structure, have some systems in place, you have a business. And as long as you have a business with, with continuous sales, continuous systems, processes, structure, and all that kind of stuff, like then I don't have to be walmart to feel like i have a successful business i can be sweetie pies like i was just talking about earlier she may only have one or two stores but it's it's booming it's booming so much that it was it had a show on tv and so what i'm saying is she may not be mcdonald's but she's sweetie pies Mm -hmm. and that food is going the whole time because they run it well I'm saying that because as an artist, if I know how to run business, I don't need to be signed to a label for them to businessify my art for me. Mm-hmm. I can I can businessify my own art. Like I know how to kind of set some structure in place for a marketing system, um, a sales system. I have a, a team of people that I know how to work with. I don't need somebody else to come in and say, well, I'll do the business, you do the art. No, I think artists need to understand how to do the business as well, because then you're not waiting on anybody else to have to fund you to help give you the business. You are the business. Mm-hmm. So. I love it. I love it. Very, very well said too. So you. you are also, you are working on a project with women in sports. You have a song coming out uh, called Wings. Or did you already do it? You already hey, did. it's coming out. It's coming out next. It's, it's going to be, um the song releases on March 4th. Okay. And it is, it's a, it's a jam. And that's why I was like, hey. Speaking of women in sports, I talked about that earlier, being an artist, advocate, and activist all in once, right? And so one of the things that we see is injustice with gender. Um, there's a disparity sometimes we see between women, um, the, the accolades and the attention and the media attention, even the pay that women sports get versus what the what men sports get. Mm-hmm. And um, same sport. So I'm just trying to see how, you know, um, but anyway... Uh, we see that. And so I want to speak to that. And I see it trickling down even to even in girls basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a team here in Dallas, well, in the DFW Metroplex. And they won state they won state championship last year. They're on track to win year this year. I think they're like had a win winning season, like 19 and one, only lost one. I mean, I think they're just having a phenomenal season. And I don't see the local media and uh getting behind it and pushing it. I don't see enough people talking about it. Meanwhile, if this was a boy team, oh, people would be ranting and raving about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
I guess that's the activist in me. And and, and then that's that. And then the advocate in me, I want to advocate for um, these young, young, young girls. And so I'm dedicating this song Wings to this team because they are the DeSoto Eagles. The DeSoto girls basketball team are the Eagles. Of course, the Eagles got wings. And the song says, I got the wings. It's the wings. I got the wings. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a jammer. And I'm really, really excited about it. We actually shot a music video. We're incorporating the girls. And we're going to try to put as much attention on not just this song, but mm-hmm. on this cause as mm-hmm. possible. Okay. So can you tell everybody how they can reach you, how they can support you and everything? Yes. Okay. So people can reach me at, uh, I would always say, tell people to go by my website, shyspeaks.com because it's the hub for everything. Mm-hmm. And from there you can f- figure out, you can see how to get, um, my, my latest project, uh, for free. If you subscribe to my email list, that's on, on my website. And of course you can tap over to my socials and I'm on social media at everywhere at shy speaks and that's S H Y S P E A K S. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's listen to the music. And of course, if you're an independent artist and you want to know more about all these systems and structure and all that kind of stuff that I've been talking about, tap in with me because I'm working on something exclusively to help you. Okay. Well, I would like to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. We talked about a lot of great things and you gave great advice. So with that being said, everyone, we are out of here. All right. Peace out. I'm slowly turning back to the person I used to be. I'm trying to stay on track, but I'm defeated by broken dreams, yeah. My mama always told me I can be who I want to be. So nobody can hold me, nobody can hold me. Won't hold me back now. Well, it gets harder every day, and the world wants me to change and be conformed to broken dreams. But nobody told me that the road would be easy, and I know. It's harder every day Oh yes it does And the world wants me to change And be conformed to reality But nobody told me That the road would be easy And I know